Today is January 9th, 2023. Good morning. This is Spencer Ingram. It was a great weekend. It was an amazing weekend. All right, Friday sucked. <clears throat> I'm going to have some great news to talk about today in my in my life. We are stretching reality after all. This is the reality stretch. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, a show, podcast, program, personal journal, uh, personal development. I don't know what you would call it, but anyway, here we are. And um, Friday was tough, so here's the deal. I woke up with a migraine, and uh, I took a bunch of caffeine, threw up twice, because that's what happens when I get migraines, and then uh, came out here and recorded like an hour-long riff about... um, about how, to me, what I'm reading in The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles is harmonious with my religious perspective, and I kind of reconciled those because he talks about how like there's no sickness. That's the truth, is that there's no disease. The truth is that there's abundance. Um, the, there is no lack. The, the thinking stuff is infinitely available. Um, and... and and also not to look on forms of disease or they'll create the image of disease in your, your mind and create it in your reality. So I, I really like that, but I wanted to reconcile it with, um, with my faith, with my religion, because I also believe that, you know, we're supposed to sucker those that sucker mourn with those that mourn. That's part of the baptismal covenant, right? As a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I'm like, and it's not like you can just tell someone, um, it's not like you can just tell someone, oh yeah, you know, uh, uh, you're, you know, the three kidney transplants you've gone through are, are, are fake. Uh, you, you just did that to yourself and, you know, get up and get over it. <laughs> it's not like the, that wouldn't be the most helpful way to actually help and serve someone. So obviously, and, um, I was reminded yesterday of an analogy. I do not remember the exact details of the analogy, but I remember the 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 message of it. So a manufacturing system, a manufacturing machine in a in a plant goes down costing a company, you know, millions of dollars a day. And they call the vendor that assembled the designed and assembled and maintains the machines and they send out a service technician who um, arrives with his tool bag and the supervisor, the floor supervisor of the, the manufacturing facility follows the technician around to see what he's going to do. The technician walks to a specific, specific control panel for a specific machine, opens up the panel you know, looks at the PCB board, all the components, and uh, turns a, a screw a quarter turn clockwise, and uh, the machine boots right back up, and everything's back online, all systems online. And the the uh, floor supervisor there is then handed an invoice for $20,000, and the floor supervisor protests and says, my goodness, you were only here for a half hour, and uh, how, how do you justify this $30,000 invoice? I need an itemized invoice. And so the, the service technician c- 
creates a, an itemized invoice with two line items. And one says 30 minutes labor uh, and turning a screw, you know, $80. And then the other line item says knowing which screw to turn, $19,920, right? So... I love that analogy, and I do not remember where I first heard that, um, but it's a great analogy. And when I originally heard it, sure, the numbers may have been a little bit different, but the, the point remains and the, the message remains. And, and I think in our lives, how can you be surrounded with appearances of disease, which according to the monistic theory of the universe and uh, Wallace Waddles saying that there is no disease and that's the truth and that's what we should hold forth in our minds. How do you reconcile that? To me, it simply is indicating that anything that looks like disease is, in a sense, a deviation from the truth. So yes, it's there. It's true that it's there. It exists, but it's not the natural state of things. The natural state of things is this, the nature of God. And before there was sickness, there was health. Before there was disease, there was health, wholeness, abundance. Before there was a form of lack, then there was abundance. Because... Um, we often just look at what's been created already on this planet and assume that that's all that there is. Whereas the processes that moved to create the substance in the first place is still alive and well. And we ought to trust more in that process, that creative process and that substance. So the way I reconcile that with my personal religion and my life is that when there are people around me that are going through so many health challenges and diseases and everything. And indeed, like I said, Friday, I had a crazy migraine in the morning, threw up twice, came out here, did this uh, live stream, went back in, got a second migraine, threw up two more times. I was in a bad way. I hate migraines. Um, but now we are stretching reality, and that's what I'm excited to talk about. But before I get to that, let me just finish this little thought here. So, in my opinion, taking the analogy of the manufacturing plant, the manufacturing facility, um, when Wallace Waddle says to hold forth the truth in your mind that there is no disease, there's only health. There is no lack. There is only abundance. And to think forth the infinite nature of the thinking stuff. He's basically just describing the nature of God in a sense. So from a religious, a more religious perspective, because I believe in what Wallace Waddles is saying, I totally like, at first, when I first heard it years ago, I was like, hey, how can that actually be true? But I believe it. And the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, no, that actually is 
is the truth is uh, the person who can control their thoughts and hold forth the truth regardless of appearances he says is a true mastermind so when he's talking about focus on these things you can almost say he's talking the, what he's describing is synonymous with focusing on God because God is the ultimate health abundance we're taught in the in the canon that he is omniscient he is perfect he is um anyway so you could easily just say what wallace waddles is saying is focus on god and that also means as you serve your fellow man who's who's sick or diseased or unwell or going through challenges to be empathetic and to help them to serve them like he says in in uh matthew if you have done it unto the one of the least of these my brethren you have done it unto me you know jesus went about doing good his whole life was based on service i think to serve people to look upon the forms of their disease and to hold forth the truth in your mind that there is no disease you can still be empathetic and still serve them, still heal them, still bless them, still influence them for good. But here's the key, and here's where I tie it into my manufacturer plant analogy. Um, uh, I don't know what screw to turn in people's lives and wholeness and salvation. I don't know what screw to turn in their brain to help them fix their ailments. But Jesus does. Jesus does. So what our messaging should be to these people, to our friends, our colleagues, our family, is to point them, to help them, to point them towards Christ and to think about God and think about the infinite nature of the universe and, and help instill a little bit of hope while still being empathetic with their situation and presenting it in a manner that will be encouraging and uplifting to them. But we, there's, you're, there's, you're not doing anyone any service by encouraging them to stay in a state of despair. That serves no one. And um, there is no, the truth is there is no despair. There is only hope. There's only hope for a better world, a brighter future, progress. Uh, despair is a construct. It's a construct of man. Uh, despair is, is contrary to the nature of God. So there you have it. That was what I was chewing on as far as reconciling what I love so much about the science of getting rich with my personal faith is, is um, how can I serve other people more and how can I assist them more and how can I, how can I uh, spread the message, sh uh, share the love of God, get the world more ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. So that was a great insight. And now t let me tell you something. Let me tell you... Um, how I've been a beneficiary of my reality stretching from the uh, the kind guidance of my parents, all right? So as I was going through all these migraines, my wife, Tiana, has a resource that I affectionately refer to. Uh, this is a term of endearment as a witch doctor. <laughs> I call him a witch doctor. <laughs> but I do that just for fun. He's a, a certified emotion code uh, person. And she texted him. And uh, if you want to know what that is, what's the resource? Let me look it up. Hang on one second here. I need to sign into my password manager too. Off. 
screen in case I need to log into anything. All right, so pulling up this browser. Um, look, let's see, emotion code certification. I don't know. It's probably discoverhealing.com if I had to guess. Become a certified emotion code practitioner in less than six months with our easy and fun self-paced certification program. Certified emotion code practitioner. Anyway, I'm assuming this is the organization found at discoverhealing.com. But anyway, the, this is apparently what this dude is, is a certified emotion code person. So Tiana texted him and he's like, has Spencer been eating a lot of processed foods because he has an inflamed gut and we got to get that healed. That's what's causing his migraines. I was like, oh dang, because yesterday, the, the day before Thursday, I ate like crap. I ate crap and that's incongruent with my goal to be in the best shape of my life by June 1st. I know that though. I was just living uh, living in a manner that is uh, against what my goal was and that's fine. I get it. I know. I'll admit it. I'll own it. And just procrastinating the effort that it would take to actually get into the best shape of my life. So that's fine. I own that 100%. And that's what I was doing. Now, I got really sick and that's sometimes what it takes. Sometimes what it takes to have a wake up call, a series of migraines, couldn't hang out with my family, my wife and kids at all because I was just out of it. Nauseous, throwing up, seeing spots, auras because I, I, I used to get those auras migraines. And I say used to now because lo and behold, my family called me up, my mom and dad and said, Hey, we're doing this funky cleanse thing that was started by this chick that beat her migraines by doing this cleanse so you should do it try it and I was like yeah yeah sign me up so the chick's name the doctor's name is Dr. Goldner Dr. Goldner and I'm so excited about this I'm just absolutely excited so now she has this thing called um goodbye lupus now i hope she eventually rebrands because when you what you focus on you get more of so when she says goodbye lupus then you're focusing on the lupus and you get more lupus but that hasn't been the case in her life so obviously it's the 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 positivity of her actual content probably overwhelms the um, the focus on lupus. So anyway, and you can see that because she's a very positive person when you listen to her presentation. So my mom texted me a video to a YouTube, um, live, live presentation that Dr. Goldner was doing. I watched it on demand. I didn't watch it live. It was like two hours long. I watched like an hour and 45 minutes of it. I didn't watch it cause I was in the middle of a migraine, but I had a plane as I was sitting there with my eyes closed on the bed laying there and it was absolutely amazing so this uh basically this person was able to reverse their their lupus diagnosis by having uh hype she calls it hypernutrition she and her husband have developed this thing her husband is um 
what is it like Robert or something like that? I can't remember, but they run this site called smoothie smoothie shred. Okay. So let me pull up smoothie shred. All right. So smoothie shred.com join this smoothie shred community. Hmm. How many times am I going to mess that one up? Uh, what's this guy's name? This is the dude right here. That's her husband. And there should be like, I feel like there should be like an about us section. Thomas is his name. Thomas, Thomas and Brooke. And here are all of their socials. If you go to smoothieshred.com. So my parents are doing this like either four to six weeks sort of cleanse and what they're doing and what, what Brooke and Thomas say is you should take cruciferous vegetables, fresh raw vegetables cruciferous vegetables let me tell you what those are what are they um the beginner's guide to cruciferous vegetables cruciferous vegetables wikipedia healthline cruciferous vegetables what's eatright.org let's uh let's figure these guys out the beginner's guide to cruciferous vegetables what do kale, arugula, and Brussels sprouts have in common? Aside from being trendy ingredients, they're all delicious cruciferous vegetables and pack a nutritional punch. Cruciferous veggies are a diverse group that includes broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, bok choy, arugula, Brussels sprouts, collards, watercress, and radishes. Fun fact, the name cruciferous is an informal classification for members of the mustard family and come from the Latin crucifere, meaning cross-bearing, because the four petals resemble a cross. While these veggies grow in all different colors, shapes, and sizes, they, are se are, they share several nutritional benefits. Okay, cauliflower... Brussels sprouts, kale, arugula. Anything else? I'm sure. Let's try the um, we'll duplicate duplicate this and let's try the uh, Wikipedia page for this. Okay, list of cruciferous vegetables: horseradish, landcress, Ethiopian mustard, kale, collard greens, Chinese broccoli cabbage savoy cabbage brussels sprouts kohlrabi broccoli broccolini brocco flower broccoli uh, i'm sure i'm butchering these names cauliflower wild broccoli bok choy kamatsuna mizuna rapini choy sum chinese cabbage turnip rutabaga siberian kale canola or rapeseed, wrapped heart mustard, cabbage, mustard seeds, white mustard seeds, black mustard seeds, soy, wild arugula, arugula, field pepperweed, maca, garden cress, watercress, radish, daikon, wasabi. Wasabi! All right, so look, you take these cruciferous vegetables, and they are one of the most nutrient-dense vegetables, according to Brooke Goldner and Thomas. And most people don't want to just eat. A, so you, the point is to hyper, um, the point is to do hyper nutrition. So 
you want to uh, take these take these veggies and just eat a whole bunch of them raw throughout the day. Now, most people, though, don't want to have just a massive salad multiple times throughout the day. So what they recommend and what it's what is easiest to do is to actually blend these up into a smoothie. Now, you also add flax seeds because uh, they have omegas in them that encourage and stimulate cell growth. Uh, of the right kind of cells that you that you want the good cells so um what i'm doing and they say you can add a little bit of fruit into the mix just to make the smoothie taste palatable so what i'm doing is i'm throwing like collard greens kale broccoli whatever into a blender blending it up with a a half cup of uh, flaxseed, and this is what my parents, you know, told me to do. And they brought over a bunch of ingredients on Friday night for me to kick off this thing, uh, which was very thoughtful of them. And then you pour some frozen fruit, dump some frozen fruit in at the top, fill up the blender with water, blend it up twice on the smoothie setting to make it smooth enough, and it's actually fairly delicious and surprisingly filling i have about three quarters of a pound of cruciferous vegetables every single day which is quite a lot because you know leafy greens to get to a pound uh three quarters of a pound of leafy greens in a day is is quite quite a lot by volume and but i tell you what so this is the important thing so all i'm eating are that smoothie every single day and I've been doing that since Friday. Um, I've been doing that since Friday. Now, I've made a couple of exceptions, and that's for salsa, which is like cooked produce, cooked tomatoes, cooked onions, <clears throat> because I love salsa. So I make a little exception for salsa, and I'll throw salsa on salads or throw it on... Um, throw it on um, uh, celery is like a chip substitute but I'll eat salsa and then I'll also if I have a salad after my smoothie later in the day I'll throw a little bit of uh, black beans canned black beans on the salad so I'm, I'm, I'm deviating a little slightly but let me tell you um, I feel great and this is the secret to getting me to my ideal weight and fitness levels my healthy state by june 1st as my goal is so this is the secret that will get me there and um, because i've been focusing on i believe because i've been focusing on attaining that healthy state the mechanisms were put into place and the universe brought me this solution uh, which i love and uh came via my parents who were already on this path I, I what's wild is so look i did this friday i did this saturday i did this sunday and uh, here we are today monday tell you what yesterday i played with the kids like until late 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 at night that's one of the reasons i slept in i had energy i had so much energy and what's funny is typically when you switch to like a whole food plant-based diet, right off the bat, you lose a few pounds. 
but it's all due to inflammation and water retention dissipating. So what's funny is like, I've already noticed a tiny bit of a difference, like just the way huge difference in my energy levels, huge difference in, in the way I feel. But, um, what's funny is like yesterday, my shirt collar for my, my church shirt fit a little better. It wasn't quite as tight. It wasn't quite as snug. So that was kind of funny. And, uh, that, that was really funny. So I'm just looking forward to more healthy gains in this regard. And, uh, I'm super, super excited. I think it's one of the most exciting developments of this year so far. The year is very young. It's off to a fresh start, literal fresh start, uh, by my diet, by everything else. And I'm super, super stoked. Like I said, I think this is going to be the key to getting me where I want to be, um, health wise by June 1st, as my goal indicates. All right, so I'm super excited about that, and anyone that wants to check that out should go to smoothieshred.com, go to Goodbye Lupus, follow them all on social media, and um, Dr. Goldner and Thomas. I wonder what Thomas's last name is. Are they both Goldners, or does she keep her maiden name? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Easy to find out. Anyway, so now I'm curious to learn hydroponics. If you can uh, replicate the nutritional content of open field produce in a hydroponics, the, the nutritional content and the taste of produce grown in an open field system in a hydroponic system or an aeroponic system hydro not aero um i know someone who's like the king of hydroponics and i tried to reach out to him to see how to get started because i'm thinking if i could get to the state because i always worry like when i'm doing whole food plant-based i worry a little bit about the supply chain i worry about um i worry about romaine lettuce recalls e coli outbreaks and things that would disrupt my diet Grains are a lot easier. They store longer. They're easier to to consume. So that's a thing. But I'm not doing grains. I'm doing greens. And greens are a little bit more sensitive or subject to the supply chain. So I'd like to learn how to do hydroponics and see if I can build like a large vertical garden someday. Some greenhouse in my backyard or something. So that that's kind of like a new thing that I want to study as I have time. Probably be studying it a lot more on this um, this morning stream. Just looking at the sandbox real quick. What else is in the sandbox? I think that's basically it. I've got tons of work I have to do today. Lots of uh, lots of schoolwork to catch up on. Um, lots of things going on. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get to it. Hopefully I can carve out some time to read another chapter of the science of getting rich and upload it to the reality stretch reads podcast. It's just going to be a great week. I'm so excited. Just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about today. I'll wrap this up early, but I really don't, I really don't think so. Hmm. 
Where's the thing? Where's the thing? I was listening to um, Russell M. Nelson yesterday, and he was saying that you know we should have prayer journals. So I need to get a, a need to find a prayer journal. I've got a bunch of notebooks laying around here, but when you pray, you should pay attention to the the feelings, thoughts, and impressions that come to you as you pray. So that's something that I need to start doing. Uh, get a prayer journal going. And I need to uh, journal. My goal is to journal daily. And I missed that yesterday. I didn't journal yesterday. because well, Partly because I just stayed up so late playing with the kids. So to me it was a, to me it was a good trade-off. But hopefully I can crack open the journal and do some do some journaling today to make up for it. But telling you last night, like seriously, I just felt way different. I had so much energy and that that's really my, my hope with this diet is that I'll find that I was just deficient in many vegetables and vitamins and minerals. And by hyper, um, participating in hyper nutrition, I'm expecting that, that to turn around dramatically. So Whoever wants to do it with me, I encourage you to check it out. SmoothieShred.com, Dr. Goldener, and Thomas. Let's just click on Thomas's Instagram. He's some sort of uh, vegan bodybuilder. Thomas Tadlock. That's him. Thomas Tadlock. This is his Instagram. Bro is fit. It's got to be some exercising shirts with uh, shots with him. Uh, They're both best-selling authors, of course. Sell it. They're a dynamic couple, certainly. Anyway, check it out. I'm excited about it. Well, since I can't think of the other things I wanted to talk about, I'd better just wrap this up, huh? That's what I think. Maybe I'll use a little bit of the time to record another chapter of The Science of Getting Rich. Well, my friends, um, until next time, Have a wonderful, absolutely wonderful day. To recap, we talked about the science of getting rich and its harmonious alignment with the tenets of Christianity, the tenets of my faith. I I, I talked about that harmony and reconciled it, summarized it. Uh, We had the, the analogy of the manufacturing plant and how if we really want to be of service to people, we need to point them towards God, point them towards the eternal, infinite substance of the universe, the thinking stuff, and uh, find a way to help them out of their situation without owning their problems, without jointly owning their problems. And then I talked about my migraines on, uh, on Friday, and finally, the solution of the smoothie shred everything else so i'm super stoked everybody i am super super stoked this year is going to be magnificent it just is and i hope 
all of you feel that and I hope you make it so flow with the universe don't swim against it flow with it all right see ya